0: This episode of the Cloud Accounting Podcast is sponsored by Intuit QuickBooks. Accounting professionals and bookkeepers have long been at the forefront of using cutting edge technologies to take the profession to the next level and to ensure they're delivering the best possible service to their clients. Whether you want to grow your firm or sharpen your skills, Intuit QuickBooks provides you with the AI-driven products, services, and the resources that you need to help all sides of your career take shape. To learn more about how QuickBooks Online, QuickBooks Online Accountant, QuickBooks Live Bookkeeping, and the ProAdvisor Program can help you grow your practice and scale your impact, head over to cloud. Accounting podcast. promo forward slash QuickBooks. That is cloudaccountingpodcast.promo promo forward slash Q U I C K B O O K S. QuickBooks backing you.
1: People are getting onto these communities. They learn more about it. So there's a lot of passion and excitement about it. Welcome to the Cloud Accounting
2: Podcast. I'm Blake Oliver. I'm David Leary.
3: I'm Cheryl Manmohan.
2: I'm Scott
0: Zanbergen. And I'm Brad Salmanes. And
2: we, and we are, are the Canadians. Canadians.
0: The Canadians. We are in, not in Canada though, we are in San Jose for QuickBooks Connect 2019. This is day two. Uh, we're just finished lunch, we're well fed. I was looking at our podcast download numbers, and our second biggest audience is Canada. Go, Canada. Yeah. So, podcasting is very big in Canada, apparently. People really want to listen to our show. And I was like, I don't know really what's going on with QuickBooks in Canada right now, and I figured let's bring on some Canadians and uh, figure this out. So do you just want to just kind of say what you do?
3: Sure. you want to start, Joe. Yeah, I can kick that off. I um, manage the education program for accountants and bookkeepers, and, and so I'm basically responsible for the, the certification and education of, of pro-advisors across Canada.
4: I'm Scott, and I, um, I'm kind of a community advocate guy. I work with the accounting and bookkeeping community across Canada, so I get to go to a lot of the events, uh, speak on uh, lots of different stages, and share all of the good things that we are working on at Intuit Canada for our pro-advisors.
1: And I'm Brad, and unlike these guys, I don't actually work for Intuit, but some people say I do, so <laughs> it gets confusing at times. Um, my business is Brad's Domainus Accounting Solutions in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and uh, I'm a pro advisor, but unlike every other pro advisor out there, I don't do compliance work, tax work. I like the consulting, the operation, operational applications of the software, so...
2: Yeah, and from where I sit in uh, Los Angeles, you definitely seem to be like a very visible pro advisor. Yeah,
1: okay. I got the social
0: side down. Yeah, you got good. that done
2: pretty well. Awesome.
0: Freebish okay. really Quick First Connects, the Canadians come out with the power. They travel all the way to San Jose. Is it because of the weather? They're like, we're out, hey, in it's, yeah. it's beautiful in San
4: Jose right
3: now. So it's currently snowing in Toronto, Calgary's Ontario. got snow on the ground, too.
0: You know
4: what? We're actually super happy. We have about 100 uh, Canadian pro advisors that made the trip down uh, wow. this year. So yeah, we held a nice event for them last night, a uh, place called District, and a little Soiree was a lot of fun. So there was a special party just for Canadians. Just for Canadians, yeah. yeah. We, how do I, I get not, into that? Yes, how did we get <laughs> well, Sorry, but you guys weren't invited.
3: <laughs> Wait, that's sorry. the first sorry. Are we counting the sorries <laughs> on
1: this <Ding>. episode? <laughs> Is that a Canadian thing to say sorry a lot? Yeah, sorry. We'd like to that's say hey. We apologize. C a n a d a. That's how you spell Canada, right? <laughs>
0: So what's going on with QuickBooks in Canada? Like I, I, I know it exists, and previously in the old desktop days, Canada was always like three years behind. It was a separate branch, like a feature would come in QuickBooks desktop, and then three years later Canada would get it. Right. But now with QuickBooks Online, it's the same code base, right? So yeah. what's the differences in QuickBooks? Like are there special things bookkeepers have to deal with in Canada? Like what's the scene up there?
4: Well, I'll, I'll start on that one. I mean I my, my history, I, I used to be on the product side for QBO in Canada, so um, yeah, it's, it's very different in the online world because it is one code base, and so there's something that we call feature flags or country flags in the product, so uh, many times a feature will get deployed globally all at the same time or across the world, which is really awesome because Canadians are always a- accustomed to having to wait three years for some new feature or something like that. Um, now we're, we are on pretty much on par with all the great things coming out, and in some cases we've had access to, to new capabilities because we're we're testing new features in Canada before they roll out across the globe. So statement import would be an example of that that we have in Canada already that is nowhere else.
0: And I heard yesterday, uh, I think the stat was on statement import in Canada, 85% of all available banks or bank statements for the customer base can be downloaded. It's because I think Canada just has a limited number of banks so it's easier to do that, but that's pretty good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nobody's close to that in the US, unless you put all your clients on the one bank. (laughs) (laughs) Which everybody will do. Because they listen to us.
3: That's right. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, I'm sorry, I sorry interrupted about the statement, Porter. Continue on.
4: No, just um, it, probably one of the most uh, features that, that people are really looking forward to, in, in, uh, at least in Canada, and I, based on the reaction from the main stage yesterday, when Norij talked about it, clearly everybody here wants it as well. Uh, in fact, I, I got kind of bugged at lunch just now by sitting across from somebody from San Diego, and she was asking, why, why did the Canadians get that feature and we didn't get it? I'm like, we're Canadian. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: so.
1: sorry. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, there's so. definitely an envy. I've talked to some people as well, and they're like, well, this morning down in the Pro Advi- or the Society of Pro ProAdvisor, you're Canadian, tell us about this. I don't actually have access to it because I wasn't on the beta, and I deal with the only bank in the country that isn't on board with it yet. It was kind of disappointed me, but um, I've watched it in action. It is super cool. Like, people are going to love it. I think yeah. they're just going to have to realize the bugs and everything. they got to get them out. They really dialed it in, though. From what I'm hearing, it works almost perfectly. So yeah. rather than deal with the breakdowns, right? They don't want to deal with that because that's what's happening with the existing tools out there. Is they don't stay connected. I don't think that's the case. Is that correct, Scott? From what we're seeing so far,
4: yes. Um, so we've we've also had this in beta, right, in Canada for I don't know, it feels like six months. Well,
1: since since the last QuickBooks. Connect, okay, so almost, even longer, yeah, even about longer. A year.
4: And the feedback from the, from the limited group that was using it was, they were really blown away with the way it was fully integrated into the Reconcile screens, um, and the connection seemed really, really solid. So yeah, so now that it's starting to roll out um, uh, holistically, um, I think it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a pretty popular feature.
2: So broadening the discussion, not just QuickBooks, but cloud accounting in general, how is the world of cloud accounting in Canada different than it is here in the United States? What are the big differences?
0: It's colder.
3: <laughs> I had an interesting conversation with one of our nationals um, sales team members, and he was saying that one of the things he's, he's noticed is the adoption is much quicker in Canada amongst the larger firms than it is in the U.S. Is that true? I don't know.
2: I don't know. That's what it's we're possible. hearing. That's
3: what we're hearing. Yeah, we're hearing that Canada, the larger firms are more ready than, you know, are in the U.S. Have you heard that, Scott? Did I make that up?
4: I think you made that up. Do but, you think uh, that was we'll, we'll after
3: a couple of beers last night that somebody said yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, no, I that wasn't part went, of that conversation.
2: That, but that. We re, we report false information all the time on this podcast. So.
1: <laughs> well, in that case... No. Well, it seems that uh, there's a lot more talk about it in our communities in Canada. Yeah. Like they're, they're smaller, right? And it's yeah. kind of like it's really getting out there. Now, the official adoption rates keep in this 20 to 25%. Yeah. I don't know how that compares with the U.S. or the U.K. or Australia, but it does seem we talk about it a lot, yeah. and people are getting onto these communities, and they learn more about it. So there's a lot of passion and excitement about it. And I think that's why people come down here. Like we got the great, great Post connect in Toronto, but Canada Canada is a massive country, so you're getting a lot of the people that are down here right now are coming down from. British Columbia which is due north is you know short flight I'm, I'm two hours from San Francisco and I think that's why people want to be a part of this technological revolution and it, it just seems that we talk about it a lot yeah. I, I spend a lot of time in the US uh, social media groups as well I just find the vibe is different we have a lot more passion in our, in our forums um, there's a lot more um, interest in getting better and because we're so polite we don't complain as much so yeah. i like the vibe okay. on our groups i, I yeah. may be biased
4: I, I would say there's a strong sense of uh like tribe like community yes, in canada. yes, yes I and, that. and then that and that's certainly all grounded around cloud accounting yeah. and yes. the other the other point i was going to make around canada being i don't know if it's unique or, um but we certainly see a lot of app development happening out of Canada, right? Which is really yeah. Kind of propped a ton up. of Toronto yeah, startups. startups.
0: Toronto's yeah. really
1: hot. Yeah.
3: And yeah. Vancouver and Calgary seem to have a yeah. lot. Yeah. Of even that in Calgary, too. we have
1: Chada. We have trying um, to think. Helm. Helm's Helm is here. Dry run. Dry run. Well, they're yeah. they're in Edmonton, but yeah, it's it's like it is big everywhere, and these accounting apps are popping up. I know of more in the works as well. Mm. So I think it's disproportionately or lower in a lot of things, but it just seems more visible.
0: Like, I definitely see how they, you talk about the tribe, because I think you know, if, if you are an encounter bookkeeper in Canada, you get to bond with other accounts and bookkeepers. You get to bond over QuickBooks if you love QuickBooks and all these apps. But then because you're Canadian, you get to bond as well. I think here in the States, like, no accounts and bookkeepers are bonding. You're like, we're Americans! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, nobody's doing that, right? So, so the, the, well, there's, there's one less layer of bonding. And, and you, can, you can see that and feel it through the Facebook groups. And it's just it's really nobody, nobody brings US flags to a conference and waves them around. Mm. because mm-hmm. there's a Canadian on stage. But right. the Canadians do that. You saw that. That's yeah. right. Yes, And, and, and of that. course,
1: Firm of the Future, the last two champions were from Canada and they're not doing that anymore so we are the, that's because per, the champions forever. forever. Yeah. That'd kill the whole well, that's what we thought is, is that people are going, idiot. yeah, we're never going to win again so we have to have a different competition. So,
2: so yeah. I, I, we had a listener from, I think it was Iowa, uh, mention that Cloud is great and everything and I love listening to the podcast and... I want to do everything, but a lot of the time I can't because my customers do not have reliable broadband internet access, which is still a problem in much of the United States. And I'm wondering if you... Really? Yeah.
4: Outside of major cities, is that an issue in Canada at all? Or is there... I forget the stat, but it's some crazy high percentage uh, of Canadians that live, you know, hug the American border, Mm -hmm, right, in the major centers. Okay. Um, So that's obviously where we do most of our business, I would say. But but you know what I think there's there's less populous areas where we do find, and mm-hmm. you know the Canadian government has been investing in broadband internet and things like that and have a commitment to to get uh, high speed to every Canadian but I think you'll certainly still find pockets where um, where that is problematic yeah
1: it's pretty rare though like with my clients, I had some that live out in acreages and that, and they go out and buy their broadband, so they're guaranteed it I don't really think of it as much of an issue anymore 100%. because. It doesn't come up very often. It's not. It used to be the issue. If I don't have internet, I can't use cloud. And I had clients two, three years ago. That was an issue. They'd have to go on desktop because of it. I don't have that conversation anymore, including rural, rural clients. Well, I
0: always find that a funny argument, too, because the people posting that, they're posting on Facebook. I'm like, you obviously yeah. have connections. <laughs> like, how is this possible? Yeah, exactly. Like, so. I'm not buying into the whole, I don't have connections.
2: Well, it's one thing to go on Facebook on your phone and post something, but then to have, like, the connection to, I, I think the problem is like the speed of loading pages, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So it's very frustrating to like be able to have that instant satisfaction of entering a transaction in a desktop app and then have to wait for a page to refresh. Yeah. yeah. And,
3: and watch the wheels and spin. watch the
2: wheel spin yeah. and, and it and affects productivity. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Obviously Brad, like you're, you're all in on cloud pretty much. Like what's been the big, the big benefit to you and your business when you did go full blown cloud?
1: It was just the ability to not have to deal with the IT infrastructure of my clients. You know, having to get VPN access, and the password, and it works sometimes. I I don't like that part of the job, you know, so I had desktop clients. That was the only way to get to them, or to travel to their their destination. I don't like doing that. I really like the ability to serve my clients wherever I am, um, have them all in one place, easily jump back and forth between the files, and, of course, the backup and, and, and keeping the file from getting corrupt. You don't have to worry about that anymore. So I don't miss that part of it. I mean, I still do some desktop support, but I tend to be very selective who I'm going to take in in that area. I, I take higher quality clients. The big one is in desktop, people will call you up and say, inventory broken, please fix. And it's like, I don't think I want to because inventory gets broken in desktop because it wasn't set up correctly. They do it wrong for four or five years, someone does an adjustment, they make it worse. I dread those. So I won't do cleanup and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, it really is, on the cloud side, it just makes my life easier. It allows me to stay focused on the type of client that I'm looking for. And I love being able to serve them wherever they are. I give them incentive to use my online access. I charge extra. If you want, to, if you want me to come to your office, I will charge travel, charge mileage. And it's really allowed me to just stay focused in that tight niche, be super passionate about the brand. I uh, had a potential client um, recently and he's on desktop and I said, why are you on desktop? And And he gave me his reasons. I didn't really buy it. So I came back with just my natural response. And he goes, I sort of expected you to come back with a marketing message. And I said, marketing message, no, it's not. That's just reality. You don't want to be left behind. You know, why not future-proof your business? And that wasn't enough for me. So well, thanks, but no thanks, goodbye. So I, I stay pretty focused and because I'm in the community and listening to the messages from you guys on the podcast. I know Intuit Canada very well. I can stay on point. It helps me sell benefits of being in the cloud. So mm-hmm. it's just easier. Desktop, I tend to avoid the discussion.
0: Scott, how does a Intuit and QuickBooks solve the uh, all the regional type things? So like sales tax, or VAT tax being calculated, or payroll, like, mm-hmm. I mean, because there's, like, that won't, that won't work. If QuickBooks payroll for the U.S. just can't go to every bunch of other countries, so, like, how do I get payroll if I'm in Canada? Yeah, yeah I mean, many people may
4: not realize, but we have our own development teams, right, that are Canadian-specific. So, in Edmonton, Alberta, we have, I don't know, there's probably uh, 200 people that work out of that office or something mm-hmm. like that now, and, uh, and the, but there's a the majority of the staff there are engineers, right, so they do development And so we have a portion of them that are just meant for doing localization work. And so sales tax and payroll are two great examples of where we can't just take what's coming out of Mountain View from the QBO team and then just roll it out in Canada. We have to do localization. So so the last couple years, we've been doing a full-on overhaul of the the sales tax uh, center in QBO and been rolling that out. Um, Great feedback. The other one, um, well, I definitely would plug uh, the work that's going on for payroll because for, for anybody in the QBO world, has known that the Canadian payroll uh, module has been a little bit unloved for, for a number of years, right? i putting it like lightly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but in the last, I'm gonna say 18 months or so, they've really been doubling down, right? So put uh, three new engineering teams uh, in Edmonton uh, that are just focused only on Canadian payroll and they're just knocking features out of the park right now. So uh, I, I think, uh, you know, if you want to keep your eye on what's going on in the payroll space, I think QBO payroll, uh, Canadian payroll is going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with in the coming uh, months wow. and years. Yeah,
3: and the gauntlet's been dropped. Boom! Can I make a plug for one of our uh, exciting QVC sessions? We have a payroll session this year at, to talk at at about Connect
0: at Connect at in Toronto. Co- that's so correct. What, what is this event? When's this happening?
2: How do Great. we get? How do we get can, there? Can
0: I <laughs> bring a bunch of USA people there? If we, can we have a USA party? Will you,
3: we will you bring a flag? flags.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What, what time of year is it in Toronto? <laughs> it
3: will be in the dead of winter.
2: Okay. Well, um, you're always in a conference hall, anyway. is coming. So. Is that the Winter, theme? Is Winter is coming. Winter is
3: coming. Yes. Yep. Bring, bring your toque, or what do we call them down here? Beanies. What? Beanies. Is,
2: that Beanies. A, toque is a, beanie? yeah. a toque is a beanie? A toque is a beanie.
3: We'll get you some. Uh, we'll get you a, a, a translation tool for that.
2: Okay. Got it. Um,
3: so yeah, December 9th to eleventh, we've got uh, quickbooks coming up um, Scott what have we got going on we've got from from my perspective so I'm responsible for the accountant uh, bookkeeper accountant and bookkeeper sessions we've got 33 sessions going on this year which is up from 24 last year so we've got a ton more accountant content we've got meetups going on we've got uh, you've been talking about hearing about brain dates down here the one on one stuff so we've got that as well yeah
4: so I, I would also say um, we're on our fifth having a QBC yeah. although it's been it was it was rebranded a couple of times we used to call it into it thrive for the first couple of years and then now we're on I don't know year 3 or so of, of uh, QuickBooks Connect mm-hmm. it's essentially a smaller version of what we're at right now in San Jose mm-hmm. so we will have somewhere between 1500 and 2000 people um, which is pretty good that's not mm-hmm. too small right yeah. I mean, it's respectable I, for a small
3: country like ours i think
4: we're punching above <laughs> our, our weight class, to be honest <laughs> Canada, you have a- app sponsors as well app sponsors hall? yeah okay. we have an exhibit hall somewhere Do you around get 50 Canadian sponsors celebrities?
3: We do. Mm-hmm. Can we tell you who's yes, going to be there? going to be there? Are you guys into uh, space?
2: Yeah. Who so isn't?
3: Our, our most famous or our second most famous uh Canadian astronaut's going to be going to be one of our keynote speakers. Does anybody know who he is? <laughs> Mr. Chris Hadfield. Oh, oh sorry, wow. Colonel uh, Chris. Colonel Hadfield. Chris Hadfield. So he's going he to be there? Awesome. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, we've got him. We've got a couple of the speakers we're seeing here are going to be uh, up north as well. We Got them some toques and they said they'd join us. Yeah. They yeah. warm up there.
2: And <laughs> who are the big uh, app marketplace partners in Canada? Is it the same mix that we see here or is it like a different shift?
1: I think it's more tightly focused. There's yeah. this tech stack in Canada that people seem to use over and over again. You got the pre accounting tools. Of course, HubDoc, Canadian company, technically, I guess it still is based in Toronto. Mm-hmm. A lot of loyalty because it's a Canadian brand. Um, Receipt Bank is a very common tool. And of course, auto entry is very popular there, and that's it. So those are the three tools that you use one or the other. Um, we have payment tools that are very specific to our marketplace, Pluto. like Pluto, yeah. WayPay. Those are really popular, um, but you just don't see as many of the, of the different apps that are down here because some of them may not even work in the marketplace. Mm. But it is a, definitely a tighter tech stack, I think. Can I build off of that question? So,
0: because my experience, I've seen a lot of, when I was at, at the apps team at into it, and a lot of people would try an app. Kenya would try an app, and they're like, oh my god, this would be awesome. Then they find out it doesn't do something that Canada needs. Yep. Usually, like, tax. Like, what's mm-hmm. your message to app developers? Like, like, do it. About are they ignoring <laughs> the Canadian market? Are they missing the Canadian market? Is the Canadian market just hard to deal with? Like, like. What's your message if you this, you have this free platform here like to deliver these app developers
1: that are ignoring Canada? My impression has always been that some will take it seriously when you ask. And some, it doesn't even matter. They'll say, well, I don't see why it wouldn't work, and you try it out. It's when that tax component come in, comes in, because we have a national sales tax. So you pay it no matter where you are. And that's important. But, um, <laughs> well, one so one sales tax jurisdiction
2: to deal with? Well, there's, or,
3: there's one across Canada. One national And there's oh, s-
2: provincial. Though. Right. But yeah. not like the 20,000 or something. Like you have in New York City yes. where you have no. 18 <laughs> taxes on your bill. <laughs> that's but, right.
1: So that's the big one. But if you do talk to the app partners, <clears throat> and I'm going to plug locate inventory. I was going to ask
2: you what you do for inventory. Well, yeah. W-
1: you know, tools like SOS are really popular because there's a lot thrown into that tool. But Locate has been listening because their tool has a really, it's its that mid-market sort of niche. Because now you can take QBO, throw a tool like Locate at it, and punch outside your weight class for sure.
2: This is what David talks about all the time. Yeah. It's like QBO plus add-ons becomes mid-market. ERP mm-hmm. yes. or mid-market. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: that's where they're focused, but they don't have the GSTPs. So some of our, um, I'll mention Sherry Lee Mathers, uh, a friend of all of ours. She has been working with them to get the GST done, and they're really close. I think they're going to announce it fairly soon. And then we've got the access to those tools. Some listen, some don't.
4: You know what I think too is every time this conference happens down here, and there's a, you know a, a lot of these app partners. I don't know. I don't know how many are here. You probably. Know I better counted. Ryan it's would.
0: about one hundred nine.
4: Huh? Okay. So what happens is there's always a flurry of activity that happens post-QBC because a lot of them are having conversations with 100, you know, very passionate pro-advisors from Canada that are here, and they're putting pressure on, and they're asking, right? Like, this is, this is exactly what we need in our market. And so I think you'll always get a few uh, app partners afterwards that will start to at least explore that as an option, right? Because up until this point, some of them are, are not even thinking Canada.
1: And that's a great point because that scaling new heights in June, that's where the locate thing started, and Sherry talked to them. And they said, yeah, we'd like to do it. And I don't think at the end of the day, why not give it a shot in some cases? I think it depends on the size of the app and how much resources they have to devote to it.
3: And then I think if there's the opportunity for the app partners to connect with folks like you who are on the Canadian side to discuss things like the compliance that they need to learn about, then once you form that partnership, then I think it, it creates better opportunities. Got it.
0: So I think we're getting out of running out of time here. We're uh, going to have to wrap up soon. So before we have you, everybody tell us how to connect with you guys individually, yeah. if people are interested in uh, QB Connect Toronto, how do they mm-hmm. find out about that? Go to Google, type in QuickBooks Connect Toronto. December Please. 9th to 11th. Don't miss it. Okay. And sure, if people want to get a hold of you, how would they do that?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter or you can find me on Facebook, as you know. Um, so it's uh, C. Manmohan for Twitter. And Scott, how about you?
4: Same. Twitter, email me. Put it in the show notes, I guess, right? What's your Twitter handle? Mm-hmm. S. Zanbergen.
1: And with me, Twitter, as everyone knows, I'm at Brad Salmanis. And Facebook, very visible there as well. Don't you and have LinkedIn. a group? A Facebook group? Oh, yes. We oh, yes. have a, a group Canadians? called uh, Get Into It. So you just type in Get Into It. We're really focused on the Canadian brand. So.
2: And Blake? You can find me, as always, on Twitter. I'm at Blake T. Oliver. And how about you, David? I'm at David Leary on Twitter. Thank you all so much.
1: Thanks for having all us. Thank you. Was a great of rest of your
2: conference. Great rest of your conference.